When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So if you saw a person get ingested into an airline engine, let's say you're sitting on a plane, and you look out the window and a person gets ingested into the engine, would you sue? Would you uh, sue for emotional distress and other damages? Well, that's what this lady is doing right now for a million dollars. Okay. Uh, the suit against Unify Aviation was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Texas and claims passenger Mackenzie Hill was returning to San Antonio from Los Angeles on June 23rd. Hill was in California for a church conference and graduation ceremony after she had completed a two-year program for equipping women for ministry. Okay. Okay. So according to the lawsuit, she noticed that the employee identified as 27-year-old David Renner, rest in peace, David. I mean, he didn't make my who died today, but he probably should have. Uh, He worked for Unify and offered ground handling operation support for Delta Airlines. And she said, I noticed him coming uncomfortably close to the plane as it was taxiing to the gate around 10.25 p.m. While the seat, oh, I was seated in window 11A near the captain's side engine. Okay. Uh, The airplane's crew instructed passengers to shut their windows and keep them closed for 15 minutes because uh, Renner got sucked into the engine. And now she cannot, uh, she cannot survive. She can't get through life because it just is, it's too much. It's too much for her. Uh, is it though? Well, that's what she claims. She claims she has nightmares and flashbacks, has PTSD, and she wants damages for mental anguish, physical impairment, physical impairment. Is that the PTSD? I guess. Loss of wage, loss of wage earning capacity, and other losses. And she's only asking for a million dollars. Now, you know, you'd think they'd settle, right? You're thinking, yeah, they're going to settle. They're going to settle. However, Unify claims uh, we deny each and every allegation listed in this lawsuit. And we don't normally, we don't typically comment on pending litigation. But we believe the claims asserted by Ms. Hill do not have any merit and intend to zealously defend ourselves. Wow. And we also continue to keep David Renner's family and loved ones in our thoughts and prayers, as we all do. However, let me say this. Uh, I have been sued before. (laughs) I know. Now I know it's a surprise. But uh, I wanted to fight this particular lawsuit and then, and you said, "We're uh, no." I told my insurance company, "No, we are not settling. We are not settling." And the insurance company's like, "Jeff, uh, we're just going to give the guy the money and settle. It's not going to affect you at all. Uh, we're good. We just want to get this off the table, okay?" And that's what's going to happen 
at Unify. They're gonna they're gonna say, you know, we could just give Miss Hill five hundred thousand. She'll take it. Sign here. We're done with her, and it's over. So we'll see what happens. But I would be willing to bet that they will have a settlement, and it'll be an undisclosed settlement, and we'll all move on with our lives. So just remember, though. If you are on an airplane and you see anyone get sucked into the engine, <laughs> uh, you need to make sure that they realize that you are now suffering from nightmares and flashbacks. You have PTSD. You have mental anguish, physical impairment. It made you lose wages and earning capacity. All of it. Because. Because. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So during my Fat Five on uh, Pat Gray Unleashed this morning, I talked about the top 10 uh, U.S. cities New Yorkers are moving moving to uh, because they say that, uh, you know, in Manhattan, the average Manhattan apartment is now $5,470. And it's probably about the size of your closet. Uh, in Manhattan for only $5,000. But uh, apparently people in New York have had enough of paying too much money. <laughs> uh, I barely believe that. Uh, if you're living in New York, you're a New Yorker. But okay, I mean, people are moving out of there. They're moving all over the place. And I would assume that they were moving to Florida. I don't necessarily, I don't want to move into Texas. Uh, they can move anywhere else. But I don't want to move them here. Uh, I don't want to New York my Texas. Okay. But uh, mo- number one was Miami, then Philadelphia, which I mean it has to be just because it's cheaper, right? And, and I like Philadelphia, although it's a hole to, in today's world. Uh, Stanford, Connecticut, Atlanta, Georgia, Tampa, Florida, yeah, Tampa for sure. Boston, Massachusetts, Orlando, Florida. That's because they come down ninety-five, and some continue on. Most of them might just continue straight and go down to Miami, and then you make that cut on I four. Shoot over to Disney, and then you realize, oh, I don't want to go to Miami. I'll go over to the beaches on the on the West Coast. Then we'll stay a little live in Tampa, and so or you just stay in Orlando, which is uh, you know number seven on the list. Uh, Los Angeles. Why would you move to from New York to Los Angeles? I don't know. Washington D.C. and East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, in the Poconos. I mean, when you think of where you want to live, you think of East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. And then uh, I was and speaking of, you know, uh, Miami, Orlando and Tampa, I had this sent to me where they talk about the uh, four cities in Florida that are the best places to live. And I thought, OK, well, which one is number one? St. Petersburg, Florida city, which I have lived in before. And it's also in Pinellas County, uh, Florida, which I have lived in before is number one on this list. And then Alafaya, the Alafaya River is beautiful. I got it. Then Fort Lauderdale, down on the East Coast, down there by Miami. Fort Lauderdale is separate from Miami, Jeff. Okay, I got it. And Orlando are the top top four cities that uh, are the best cities to live in Florida. And then I had someone send me these cities that are uh, uh, where to go for the last days of summer. And New York is number one on that list. Uh, okay. I mean, if you want to go visit New York for the last days of summer, fine. Los Angeles, no, but that's number two on the list. Las Vegas, yeah, well, we're going to Las Vegas. I mean, that city's going to be great until they run out of water, right? When the, when the desert goes dry, uh, goodbye. 
have a nice day uh same with phoenix uh, when the desert goes dry have a nice day chicago you want to visit chicago uh, okay have fun boston yeah i would like to visit boston that'd be fun orlando been there done that I mean, if you're going to go to orlando you have to go to gatorland which is technically in Kissimmee, jeffy it's not orlando yeah i know but uh gatorland one of the best theme parks in america i love gatorland and uh then san francisco no thanks been there i i've i will when last time we were in san francisco it was on the verge of turning bad you know how uh when you drink sour milk or you drink pull milk out of the fridge and you you take a little sip and it's just it's right there it's just on the edge of turning bad and you can't decide whether you want to drink it or not but you know i mean it's still good but not really and that's the way it was when we were in san francisco it was still good but just not really and now forget it it's sour milk a hundred percent and that no i didn't drink it that's the thing you threw it away you just took a little sip you wouldn't do that then miami uh and dallas is on the list you want to spend the last days of summer in dallas it's a million degrees the sun is 10 feet away from us no, to spend the last days of summer in Dallas? No, wait till the winter time. Okay, come in the come in the fall and the winter when it's really really nice. You know what? Come to think of it, don't come at all. It, it's horrible. The sun never leaves. It's always ten feet from the surface. It's terrible. You don't want to come here. Nashville, which is, I mean, everybody's moving to Nashville. I mean, I I, I love Nashville's beautiful and it's a good place to live. But I don't know that I could live in Nashville. Although. Get up there in the Smoky Mountains, man. Beautiful country, that's for sure. Then I see, I read another story. It's all about uh, cities and people wanting to live in cities. And they talk about uh, housing in the past. Cities have catered to young urban professionals who are likely to continue being attracted to these vibrant locations. However, developers who created one- and two-bedroom apartments almost exclusively will need to think bigger in order to keep folks from moving to the suburbs if they decide to start a family. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Uh, when you're living in a st- urban area in the city, you live there because you're single or you're just, you know, living with uh, your significant other or you're newly married. You shouldn't be living with people. You should be married. I know. Okay, so it's just a couple. And you're, you want to have the vibrant nightlife and the restaurants and the, the parties and the walking downtown and all the people. And you start having children, then you want nothing to do with people. When you add more people... <laughs> <laughs> Once couples start having kids, they want nothing more to do with people. Yeah, we're done with people. Businesses, while some employees are demanding that workers return to the office, or at least hybrid work, uh, is probably here to stay. Hello. Uh, this means uh, persistent vacancies of existing office space. Yeah, that's where they're going to put the illegals in the cities. Okay, all the cities are going to, that's where they're going to put the legals. I see where Massachusetts is, uh, you know, they had their, it's a state of emergency. We've got too many illegal aliens here. And now the lieutenant governor is asking you, <laughs> hey, if you have an extra room or, you know, space for uh, an illegal alien, could you take them in? Uh, you first, lieutenant governor, you first, okay? So we'll see about that, but I, I, I digress. So I guess the persistent vacancies in the office space is going to be a big problem. So, I mean, I just have to turn it into apartments, I guess, and hope for the best. 
Uh, I was going to say maybe they make it into a WeWork building, but they're getting close to shutting down, as we found out yesterday. And while there are a few cities that are probably big enough to weather just about any storm, smaller places will need to develop a unique reason for people. Eh, Thank you. That's what you're going to have to do. So it has to be a vibrant outdoor entertainment, lots of nightlife, lower cost of living, and various other characteristics. Yeah, well, you're going to have, in in Bidenomics world, you're going to have the vibrant outdoor environment, lots of nightlife. The lower cost of living ain't happening anymore. Forget that. And the one thing that they don't mention really, well, I guess they kind of mentioned it in in the first one where they're talking about... um, keeping families from moving to the suburbs no they really they didn't mention it at all the uh, the number one on my list would be safe uh, people's safety uh look at i mean if you're living in a, a downtown area now uh, my number one concern would be safety and that's not being safe okay you can and maybe you you know maybe you're carrying a weapon and you're you know you're no problem I'm, yep i'm carrying i mean it's right but i mean who wants to do that all the time and walk around and i just want to go party and have a good time i don't want to have to hey what are you doing yeah i don't want to do that all night okay so i guess we have to wait until the end of this month to find out who won the contest for from subway uh today is the 10th of august uh 2023 so uh the contest ended on the 4th of august the name challenge on the name i guess it's called the name change challenge and you could enter to win if you agree to change your name to subway and uh you know i don't know uh, subway bill subway fisher yeah okay uh so uh you you can't enter anymore but they had over ten thousand people i guess enter this contest and so someone is going to win and they're going to change their name to subway and you get to enjoy free sandwiches for life from subways uh from the subways and you know i don't know if it's a sandwich a day a sandwich a week if they say you get 52 sandwiches a year, something like that, or whatever, you know, however they're going to work out the deal for the, the contract. Yeah, they're going to they're going to pay uh, your legal fees to change your name, which is they claim about seven hundred and fifty dollars on you know legal Zoom. And then they claim that free subway for life amounts to fifty thousand dollars worth of gift cards. So you're going to have you're going to have $50,000 worth of gift cards. Why don't they just give you one gift card worth $50,000, Subway Black or Subway Gold? And then that's your card. And you work off 50 grand on that card from Subway. Now nah, that's just too smart. Never mind. Never what am I thinking? Anyway, we'll find out who actually uh, won the contest and who will have to change their name to Subway. Subway. Or they get nothing. And you get nothing. Was that a whole ad or we were just singing Subway? Subway. Eat fresh. There you go. So many jokes with that and I'm just going to let it go. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Desperately. All right, so we're on what? Day 101? Of the writer's strike. 
So we're surpassing the 2007-2008 walkout and becoming the third longest strike in history of the Writers Guild of America. Yay! Congratulations! Yay! So, okay. Yay. So the combined two groups account for about 171,000 workers. The Writers Guild obviously is uh, arguing... uh, Failure to reflect on the rapid pace of change in the entertainment industry. Among other issues, the group claims streaming services uh, where half the writers now work. Yeah, probably. I mean, they say half. I would say I would have bet more than that. Ultimately result in lower residual payments over the long term. Proposals from the WGA and its counterparty, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, are reportedly uh, more than $340 million apart. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we want more money. No, you can't do that. Uh, I mean, we have late night talk shows affected. You know, are we missing them yet? No. Okay. Uh, But uh, we have delayed or postponed a number of shows. We are going to, it is going to hurt in the next two or three months you're gonna really feel it because the 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 shows that were done and either just getting into post-production or just finished post-production we're seeing those now and uh i I, and so in a couple of months you're gonna those are gonna be all gone have a nice day so i mean i i want content and look disney wants to raise their price uh, Hulu Plus wants to raise their price. Hulu, oh, we're gonna raise. We're not gonna raise our price on uh, on the people that want to watch commercials and stuff. But we're gonna raise the price on the people that don't want to watch commercials. You bastards are trying paying more money for no commercials. You're gonna pay more and more money. Oh, okay. Thank you. We appreciate it. Really, I mean that. So we'll see what happens with that. everybody wants. Everybody wants more money, huh? Everybody wants more money so the previous yeah only when that opens up there's nothing in there let me check oh no i don't have any i don't have any coins in here no more money more problems thank <laughs> oh, we got shouts from the homeless people in the street now it's more money more problems okay so the previous writer strike in 2007 went for 100 days uh right into 2008 and that was the screenwriter's longest strike was in 1988. That lasted 153 days. So the last time the Actors Union staged a major walkout was in 1980, and that lasted more than three months. And so they better they better do something, man. They better work on something. And you know, maybe I don't know. You can you can hate the writers, you can hate the the studios, but they've got to work it out and make something right. And I just I, I've said it. I want you know just everybody. I want everybody to get what they deserve. Okay. Everybody just get what they deserve. I know that they think that uh, AMC said that this past month was uh, successful. It was the highest ever monthly revenue uh, for July, said uh, AMC CEO. Yeah, well, well, you had Barbie. You had Oppie. You had Sound of Freedom. And you still had, uh, what you call it, from Tom Cruise in, in the window. Uh, so what is that? Yeah, 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 Mission Impossible, right? Dead Reckoning, yeah, Dead Reckoning 1. And uh, so, I mean, yes. Will that continue? Not if there's a strike. Not going to continue. They're going to be playing best doves. Uh, that's, uh, that's what's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be 
agonizing, and nobody's going to go pay $25 for your box of popcorn then, Adam. So maybe you ought to rethink your issue. Anyway, we'll see. All right. And congratulations to the Academy Awards. Speaking of the Academy, uh, the United Kingdom's Sky Network uh, just gave up the rights to broadcast the ceremony of the Academy Awards for the first time in 20 years. Yeah, we don't want to do it anymore. We got, yeah, you know, do, do, do it yourself or do whatever. I mean, they ought to do that anyway. What they, I wish they would contact me, uh, chew, email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, and uh, we can work out. We'll sit down and I'll, I would like to go over some things. I have some ideas for you that you could do for these award shows that would make it less pompous and bring it back to the people. And I don't know, so call me or, you know, well, first email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You could direct message me on X. At Jeffy JFR. You can direct message me uh, on Instagram or just message me on Instagram, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, or Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. That's fine as well. And look, if you're uh, working for a movie theater right now and you need somebody to send a cameo for you, you can you can order a cameo from me at Jeffy JFR. It's not free. I'm not giving away free cameos. I know you guys are on strike. I'm not. So, uh, you know, I'll be happy to. Happy to do that for you, but you know, just let me know. Just let me know because I've got some ideas that I think will will help. Did you see? Oh, oh! I cannot wait. Oh, I cannot wait for this. So Megan Fox, you know her, you love her. Uh, you know she's she's uh, what's the word I'm looking? Well, we'll just she's pretty good looking. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, some people would say Megan Fox is a fox. All right, she's been struggling, right? She's been married before, and then she's had her uh, Machine Gun Kelly relationship, and I think she's now burned all the Machine Gun Kelly pictures on Instagram. Uh, they're all gone, and it's just Megan, whatever. But she announced that she has a new book coming out. Uh, Megan Fox, Pretty Boys Are Poisonous, and it's the Megan Fox poetry book. I cannot wait for the Megan Fox poetry book i will read them to you those poems were written in an attempt to excise the illness that had taken root in me because of my silence i've spent my entire life keeping the secrets of men my body aches from carrying the weight of their sins my freedom lives in these pages and i hope that my words can inspire others to take back their happiness and their identity by using their voice to illuminate what's been buried but not forgotten in the darkness megan fox you can pre-order no whoa 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 no 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 i will have not that no I am excited about the Megan Fox poetry book because it is going to be. Well, sure, there's that. You know, another place where they're going to be, you're going to be hearing crickets is uh, the Made in America Festival. Uh, it's been canceled. I know. I'm bummed too. Right. Let's go to the stage. Let's go to Benjamin Franklin Parkway in Philadelphia on the Labor Day weekend. Oh, no. Okay, darn it. That's right. It was canceled. So uh, the organizers announced that, uh, yeah, we got to cancel it. Uh, with severe circumstances outside of production control. Okay. 
severe circumstances outside of production control. Weird, weird. Now, Lizzo was going to be one of the headliners. So is it possible that the Lizzo, you know, recent lawsuits and struggles with her former dancers alleging sexual harassment and hostile work environment brought other issues to this event? Yeah, but they, you know, could that have been severe circumstances outside of production control? Sure. I mean, the difficult, it was a difficult decision and it has not been made lightly, uh, nor without immense deliberation. And look, if you already have tickets, you're going to get your money back. Okay. We'll we'll refund them. Hey, you damn well better be happy. All right. You're welcome. Don't get funny with me. All right. It's serious business. That was founded by Jay-Z's Rock Nation. It was going to feature Lizzo and CZA as the headliners, along with uh, Ice Spice, Lil Yachty, Miguel, Lotto, Corey LeRae, Doce, Metro Boomin, and others, with a joint set from veteran rappers Mace and Cameron. I mean, that's a good lineup. That's a good lineup. I love really uh, as serious business i'm reading this yesterday at the house and my daughter goes well you love Corey Lorray," and i was like a coy it's coy Lorray, and of course c-o-i-l-e-r-a-y and i was like uh you love coy Lorray," and i was like i do <laughs> and she plays me her song i do i listen to her song all the time because uh, uh, girls is players too uh, hold up, because uh, girls is players too. I lo- I love that song, and my I will say this: uh, my uh, daughter-in-law and the mother of my wife's grandchildren, uh, you know, uses that song a lot because my son ugh, is uh, has created daughters. Uh, he lives in a household full of women. Yeah, I'd like to put the heart on there, but that's not, I didn't do that. Okay. It's not, don't be, don't shoot the messenger. Okay. That's why we send a messenger fatso. Oh, okay. So, um, so I mean, that happens. I mean, that song is cause girls is players too. I love that song, <laughs> but we're not going to hear it in Philadelphia as part of the made in America festival, because that has been canceled. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So who died today? Who died today? Well, we've got quite a number of people that died today. Sadly, we've lost at least 36, probably more, in Hawaii uh, due to the fires. Some of the footage coming out of Hawaii was just apocalyptic. It was, you know, walking dead stuff. So uh, thoughts and prayers to all the people in Hawaii struggling with this. And uh, we'll find out that it's probably a lot more than 36 so 
who died? Thirty. Who died? Thirty-six of them so far uh, because of fire. See, that's not even funny because that's what was happening. You're on an island. What are you going to do? And I see the footage. I saw one footage where they showed all these cars rode up next to the shore. And they're saying that what happened, the fire was coming. So all these people drove to the shore, left their cars there, and jumped in the water. So I, hopefully they survived. I don't know if they did or not. Um, you know, I'm, I hope they did. There are, the number of boats that burned were just horrific. So those people didn't make it to the docks. But if I was at the water and there was a boat there and nobody was on it, I would be on it. There wouldn't be a floating boat. Oh, that belongs to somebody else. I can't take it. Uh, yes, I can. Fire me on that boat. I'm out. So rest in peace to all those people. And, I'm, and I'm, sadly, we'll probably get a lot more from Hawaii. Okay. So uh, uh, actual deaths. <laughs> like that doesn't count. Uh, cha-cha slide. Cha-cha slide. DJ Casper uh, dead at the age of 58. The ubiquitous. Turn of the Millennium Dance hit played at celebrations in gyms across the world. Cha-cha slide. Dead at 58. That was the song, Jeff, not his name. He was DJ Casper. I know, but Cha-cha slide, that was him. He was Cha-cha slide. Sorry about it. That's just the way it goes. Okay. We also, uh, who died today? Uh, I love this story. My man, Sixto Rodriguez. Sixto Rodriguez, legendary singer and subject of the Oscar-winning Searching for Sugar Man documentary. And who hasn't seen Searching for Sugar Man documentary? Now I'll put your hand down. Just pretend you saw it. Okay. He is dead at the age of 81. Uh, Sixto Diaz Rodriguez, legendary singer-songwriter. Uh, dead at the age of 81. Now, he was born in Detroit, but uh, he didn't like it. Nobody liked him, so he left, and he found success in South Africa, Australia, and New Zealand. Good for him. Uh, you don't like me here? I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> so apparently, and he just turned 81. He had a stroke a little while ago, and he showed up for a uh, uh, celebration of his birthday uh, with, with the gathering of musicians in Detroit and even in the article it says uh, yeah he wasn't in great shape so uh, we just uh, we just left early <laughs> oh okay so there you have it Sixto Rodriguez uh, dead at the age of 81 then we have uh, my man Robert Swan veteran actor who appeared in key roles in notable sports films hoosiers rudy and the babe dead at the age of 78 you'd know him if you saw him uh, robert swan uh, dead at the age of 78 okay let's move on <sighs> who else do we have well we have robbie robertson robbie robertson guitarist songwriter singer uh, worked extensively with Dylan and Scorsese, dead at the age of 80. Robbie Robertson. I mean, he was, uh, and he's also the leader of the band, uh, the group, the band, uh, dead at 80, 80 years of age. Wow. Think of these guys that you were around forever, and now they're 80 and dead. 
then sadness Lil Tay Lil Tay dead at the age of 14 so sad you remember Lil Tay she became famous about 4 or 5 years ago on TikTok holding up wads of cash to her head (laughs) it was awesome Uh, anyway uh, she is dead at the age of uh, 14 and also they're investigating the death of her brother who died with her Jason who was 22 is dead now causes of death for little Tay and her brother have not been revealed but when they're both together like that it's usually murder suicide very sad don't know no that's just mean I don't want to be mean on this show for little Tay and brother Jason come on now probably what it sounded like though another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I see where Tori Lanez uh, was sentenced to 10 years in prison. 10 years he got. 10 years in prison. Wow. So he got 10 years in prison for shooting and wounding hip-hop superstar Megan the Stallion. Now he he wounded her in the feet. Uh, and so this has been like a three-year legal battle and uh, a cultural saga that saw two careers and lives thrown into turmoil. And so they handed down the sentence to the 31-year-old uh, convicted uh, of three felonies, assault with a semi-automatic firearm, having a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharging the firearm with gross negligence. No, 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 wait. Okay, so he didn't just didn't fire it. All right, he didn't just fire it. All right, so they were getting out of the car. They were leaving, uh, I think they were leaving, uh, what's-her-face's pool party. Kylie Jenner's, yeah. They were leaving Kylie Jenner's. And they're in the SUV. And she goes to get, she gets out of the SUV. And uh, Lanez aims the gun at her feet and tells her to dance. (laughs) It's not funny. It's not funny at all. Now, I'm sure he just didn't say, "Um, hey, Megan Thee Stallion, can you please dance? I said, please dance. Megan, please dance. No, I'm sure he was saying, dance, bitch. I said, dance, bitch. And so she had to have bullet fragments uh, removed from her feet. Just terrible. Just terrible. But 10 years for that? I mean, holy cow, there's guys walking around the street that have done worse than... I know. I know. He fired the gun at her. She was injured with bullet fragments on her feet. I got it. I got it. And but he said he's a completely changed man now, and he wishes he could talk to that the guy that was, you know, getting out of the SUV with Megan saying, "Dance, bitch." 
Uh, he's a different person now. So it's going to be different after 10 years in prison, I'll tell you that. So I'd probably get out earlier. I know he's been in jail for a while now, so it's not a full 10. Well, it's not a full 10 years since the sentencing, but it is pretty close to 10 years. Uh, but he'll probably get out early because there's, I mean, come on. A full 10 years for just saying, Dad, bitch. I mean, he didn't technically shoot her. She got fragments in her feet. Because the trial itself uh, created what they call a firestorm in the hip-hop community. And uh, I guess it turned up a bunch of issues, including the reluctance of black victims to speak to police. I don't know why that would be. Uh, Gender politics in hip-hop. Okay. Online toxicity. Protecting black women. And the ramifications of massage noir. Massage noir. That's what it is. It's massage noir. Uh, Which is, I guess, a particular brand of misogyny black women experience. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, they were painting the guy to be a good guy. And all he, all that they remember is the massage noir, which is the brand of misogyny black women experience. I mean, you just wanted her to dance. No, don't fire the gun. You just wanted her to dance. That's all he said. According to the story, it doesn't say the way I portrayed it. Look, I'm acting, okay? I'm just portraying a part as Tori Lynette. So the way the story reads is he went, dance. You know, that's not what happened. You know it as well as I do. All right, so you two can email the show anytime, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, like Sally did. And uh, Sally sent an email to chewingthefatattheblaze.com saying, Hi, dear. I hope you have an amazing day. Let me introduce myself. My name is Sally from China. Now, our main products are craft handmade craft fiberglass structure fiberglass statue birthday gifts valentine's gifts no i'm sorry valentine's gift decorations comma ornament period and etc comma period i love these emails so much so uh, craft comma space handmade craft comma space fiberglass sculpture comma space space fiberglass statue comma space birthday gifts period space valentine's gift comma space decorations comma no space ornament period no space and no space etc comma period (laughs) i guess that gets by the gets by the algorithms okay i start my small own business now Sell different products made in China depends on customer requirements. I start my small own business now. Sell different products made in China depends on customer requirements. The service I can provide as below. One, I can be your plan B supplier. Two, I can help you ship your goods from Shenzhen 
by DHL, FedEx, comma, UPS, comma, TNT, Air, and C3, period. I can be your tourist guide in future when you come to China. Could you kindly email me your requirements? Question mark. I'm sure I can help you, period. Thank you for your attention. Thanks, Sally. So, I mean, I got that going for me. I mean, I would guess that if I got an email from Sally from China. China. I would say that what are our main products? I wouldn't have guessed craft, handmade craft, fiberglass sculpture, fiberglass statue, birthday gifts, Valentine's gifts, decorations, ornament, and etc. Not sure what craft or what product, etc. is. But I wouldn't have guessed those. But I will say that it brings this show full circle because this is from Sally in China and I just want you to know hold up cause girls is players too and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.